Hi, I'm Jayan Sriram and welcome to In Focus, the Hindu's analysis podcast. Thanks for joining us. This is day 6 of our daily show covering COVID-19 in India, tracking the latest developments and analyzing what it all means. Today has been a big big day. Just as I'm getting ready to record this segment, the Prime Minister has announced that the entire country will be placed under lockdown for 3 weeks till April 14th. So what we're going to do is that we're going to split our coverage for today into two episodes. In this first one, we will deal with the crucial question of what this lockdown means for our economy and what measures the government can now take to deal with it. Earlier in the day, Finance Minister Nirmala Sitaraman announced some measures but as yet there is no full scale economic stimulus package i talked with the hindu's business editor raghuveer shrinivasan on what such a package should look like what the government can do for individuals and companies and we also briefly go into the finance minister's announcements today later on we'll do a separate show detailing the prime minister's address and other developments on the health and science front here's raghuveer shrinivasan So Raghuveer as we are recording today I think every state now has announced a lockdown um you know economic activity is going to be extremely slow for the for the foreseeable future and we saw that the stock markets responded extremely badly yesterday um though there's been a bit of a bounce back today but still we're looking toward a period where the economy is going to suffer so my first question is how bad is this economic impact going to be of covid-19 as it spreads now in india Let's not mix any words here. Um, the economic impact is going to be terrible. Um, we are possibly looking at a recession for the world economy uh, thanks to the COVID, and there are experts which, who are predicting that the recession could be as bad as the one we saw in two thousand eight, if not worse. And India cannot be an exception to this. Uh, uh, Indian economy is also uh, under tremendous pressure. It is already. Uh, Uh, you know going through a slow growth phase and uh, just when things were beginning to look up uh, this uh, virus has now hit us now the economic impact is going to be uh, felt by uh, all sections of society individuals businesses and even the government so uh, we are looking at uh, reduced gdp growth we are looking at uh, uh, incomes uh, coming down for individuals possibly job losses layoffs So uh, things don't look pretty good at this point in time from the economic point of view. Okay. Um and then now of course we need to talk about what the government needs to do now to mitigate this this slowdown. Um there was a slew of announcements made just today by finance minister Nirmala Sitaraman. We'll get to that. But just we'll start with a more broad overview. Uh, what is what what really does the government do now? Well, uh, the government is faced with a very difficult situation, all right. But it's not as if it does not have options. There are several options that the government has. We, let's look at it from three angles. What can be done for individuals, hmm. uh, like you and me, like uh, uh, you know, people in salaried uh, jobs, daily workers, laborers. What can be done for businesses, which are companies, corporate sector, and what can be done to keep the economy ticking? Yeah, three heads, right? so from the individual point of view uh, these are the people uh, the, the casual uh, workers the informal sector workers 
small retailers uh, who uh, you know, sell anything from flowers to fruits and vegetables and construction workers. Yeah. Uh, these are uh, mall workers, people who work in gyms, yeah. uh, cab drivers. These are the people who are going to be hit right away, right? Because they live on a day-to-day -day basis. They uh, live on a day-to-day -day income basis. And with economic activity grinding pretty much to a halt, uh, this section of uh, the population is going to have a fall in income. Income is just going to drop. It's not a reduction. There will be zero income in several cases. Now, they deserve a lot of support from the government. What can be done by the government? One option that you can think of is cash transfers, right? Now, um, other countries like Hong Kong and the United States have already uh, attempted this. Hong Kong, in its last budget in February, decided to transfer 10,000 Hong Kong dollars to each permanent resident of the country. The U.S. is also uh, implementing a similar program. And uh, it is not inconceivable that India should do this or India cannot do this. It is quite possible. And uh, you, may need, you may need a relief. I would think a relief package of about... 2 to 3 percent of GDP, which is about 3 to 5 lakh crores, is required at this point in time for the entire economy, right? Now, cash transfers will form a significant component of that. And I would reckon that you should transfer at least 1,000 rupees straight away to each of the affected uh, informal sector below poverty line workers. And uh, this can be done in several ways. Uh, you can use the Jandan accounts. There are 33 crore Jandan accounts already. This can be used uh, to credit uh, the sum into the bank accounts of these people. Or you can ride on the ration cards, uh, the public distribution system. In fact, a lot of states have already announced a measure uh, similar to this. Tamil Nadu today announced that it will transfer 1000 rupees to each ration card family holder. And uh, apart from free grains, oil and pulses for the entire month of April. Yeah. This is a very laudable measure which will help the... Uh, deserving sections of society. Uttar Pradesh has similarly announced a transfer of 1000 rupees to all construction laborers. Right. right? So uh, this is a doable proposition and the government should seriously think of cash transfers for the individuals who are in distress. Now let's move to businesses. Yeah. Now businesses are in as much trouble. You know, uh, a lot of uh, businesses have come to a halt, literally. Airlines are going to be stopped from this evening, so no, no flights. And similarly for hospitality, uh, tourism, uh, you know, travel, a lot of industries are in trouble. And, uh, you know, cash flows are very important in business. The hit to profits and revenues will be there, that will come next. But the immediate impact will be felt in cash flows. Now, how do you ensure that the cash machine is lubricated for these companies? Yeah. Now, one way to do that is, and a lot of these companies have loans which they need to repay and if they don't repay it, it runs a, a danger of being classified as a non-performing asset with all attendant consequences. Now uh, the government has to immediately think of a credit guarantee fund which will uh, guarantee the loans that these uh, you know businesses have taken and uh, the UK has done something similar it's announced a 330 billion pound uh, you know, credit guarantee, business loan guarantee program. Uh, we need to look and on similar lines on how to help businesses tide over this immediate impact of uh, reduction in cash flows to meet their day-to-day -day commitments. The Prime Minister said in a speech uh, last Thursday that uh, businesses should 
not send employees home. They should retain employees and pay their wages. It's a very laudable uh, statement. But how do businesses do that in the absence of cash flows coming in? This is where the government has to step in and aid them with guarantee programs, which will uh, assure that banks continue to lend them uh, working capital funds to tide over the immediate problems. Uh, for individuals, again, the government should possibly think of a mortgage holiday and even for businesses, for that matter, a mortgage holiday. Uh, all of us have uh, a vehicle loan or a home loan or a personal loan. And if you don't pay it up on the conceived, uh, on, on the set date, you're in trouble with the lender. Now, the bank should give at least a three month mortgage holiday. I mean, the government should give at least a three month mortgage holiday, which will help people whose mortgage payments are coming up because they may be short of cash, they may not get their salaries. Uh, you know, uh, cab drivers, for instance, a lot of Uber or Ola car drivers uh, have bought cars on uh, loans. Now, with businesses coming to a standstill, they don't have customers anymore. Even their day-to-day -day food expenses are in trouble. So where will they think of repaying their EMIs to uh, the concerned lenders? So this is where the government again should step in and, uh, you know, alleviate them. And uh, the other thing is, which is already being done by the Reserve Bank of India, keep liquidity completely in positive territory. Okay. It what has to I, keep yeah. infusing, infusing cash. Reserve Bank is doing a lot of open market operations, buying up bonds, uh, you know, uh, infusing cash into the market. It's done a dollar uh, rupee swap to keep the forex market lubricated. Mm. It's done a very good job of that till now, and uh, it needs to continue on that cash has to be infused into the economy. There will be consequences of this, of all this, but let's, that's for later. Right now we are facing an emergency situation and the emergency has to be tidied over first. The consequences can be dealt with later, right? right. And uh, at some stage, the Reserve Bank of India will also have to look at a cut in interest rates, a hefty cut in interest rates, not a, uh, a symbolic cut of 25 basis points. We need at least a 50 to 100 basis point cut, right? Uh, maybe the time is not ripe right now. That can come when things begin to start looking up, when companies start investing. That's when a rate cut will come in handy to them to uh, both boost the sentiment and also uh, bring down their expenses. Okay, yeah, that's a great overall picture. So just before we move on to you know discussing where the money for all of this is going to come from, let's just touch on what the finance minister announced today. There were some statutory and regulatory relaxations. So what are they about? What what exactly? Well, uh, the finance minister this afternoon um, announced uh, some statutory and regulatory relaxation measures, uh, which will give some uh, relief to individuals and to businesses. Uh, some of these are, uh, you know, how uh, you can uh, file your income tax return for 2018-19 financial year up to June 30th, okay. and uh, the penalty interest rate has been brought down on that. Similarly, uh, for uh, this Vivat Se Vishwas scheme, which was uh, uh, supposed to end on 31st March, has been uh, pushed to 30th of June. So where assessees have disputes with the income tax department, they can settle the disputed amount without any questions being asked and no interest or penalties will be levied. Right. Now she has uh, reduced the interest on that as well from, 35, from 1st April to 30th June. And uh, she has uh, also announced that uh, people can go draw money using the debit card in any ATM. There'll be no charges on that. So uh, there are also measures for GST that she's uh, 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 you know, announced. 
and a lot of whole lot of such uh, procedural issues where uh, some of the weight has been taken off SSEs and companies and individuals. They can focus on tackling the immediate problem at hand. Okay, so sort of smoothening the nuts and bolts before any kind of major economic exactly. packages. Exactly. Right, okay. Um, so just let's just get straight into the big question. We discussed a lot of measures just earlier in the conversation. How does the government fund all of this? Yeah, that's literally the uh, million dollar question, a billion dollar question. Yes, yeah. Several billions in Several fact. Several billions. Um, there are some economists who suggest that now we are talking of uh, 2 to 3 percent of GDP, which means 3 to 5 lakh crores. And uh, there are people who are talking of economists who are suggesting that existing budgetary resources can be leveraged, mm. right? Some of the money which has been apportioned to less important schemes can be used for this. Now that's an option, all right, but uh, it may still not uh, give you the kind of money that you need. And A and B, uh, the budgeted amounts are supposed to be spent over the next 12 months and they ride on revenues that come over the next 12 months as well. Whereas we need to front load the expenditure now. We need to generate the money to spend right away. We can't wait for the rest of the year for revenues to come. So uh, I would think uh, uh, we need to think out of the box with innovative uh, ideas. And one such idea is to go for a disaster bond. Right. Right. You issue a disaster bond within the country um, uh, with attractive uh, interest rates, uh, say about 4%, 5% net of tax and uh, uh, give tax breaks on that for individuals uh, and for companies to subscribe and uh, make them a long-term bond, say eight years, 10 years, so that people uh, can invest in that and also insurance companies, which sit on a lot of money, can subscribe to this. Uh, we can uh, sugarcoat this with a lot of uh, other measures like making these bonds uh, compatible for statutory purposes for mm. insurance companies and for banks. You know, that kind of uh, ideas can be thought of. Now, we need to generate big money through such a bond offering. And uh, this can be used for, uh, let's say, guaranteeing the loan repayments of businesses and individuals to banks. Now, one way of uh, easing the burden on loan repayments is to tell banks to go slow on, uh, you know, collections and uh, have a, a regulatory forbearance such that uh, the stringent asset recognition norms are relaxed. But if the danger of doing that is it will become a habit. So uh, one way of circumventing that while offering relief is to keep the norms intact, but uh, use this fund to leverage and pay off the uh, loan repayments or whatever is necessary to the banks and which can be collected from the individuals later uh, when things improve. Now, uh, the central government has to combine its financial resources with that of the states, right? The states have an expenditure budget of about 35, 40 lakh crores this year all states put together and the center has a 30 lakh crore uh, expenditure budget. So put together, you form a quite a sizable uh, sum, which you can leverage to uh, address the needs of the population. Remember that um, Food Corporation of India warehouses are overflowing with stock, right. with grains, okay. and they are rotting away. So this, these uh, stocks can be leveraged to give states more quotas of uh, wheat and rice and uh, other uh, cereals For which can be given away free to uh, uh, you know the uh, PDS uh, public distribution system right right so uh, and also one aspect is the government should pool its all the resources available in the country both financial and intellectual 
there's a lot of expertise available in the private sector to come up with innovative financial solutions. Private sector minds have to be co-opted into the process. The government should not think that sitting in Delhi, I know everything. I have all the expertise. I have all the required resources. This is a national effort. This is a national calamity and a national effort is necessary, which means you need to bring in uh, all the uh, people with the requisite talent, with the requisite knowledge, with the requisite resources and expertise. Right. Just one quick point of clarification. Is there like is there something like a crisis fund that the government can draw on and any kind there of... There is a national, national disaster response fund, but that's not very big. That's, that's peanuts. Uh, that's not enough to uh, address the problem that we are talking of now. As I said, we need 3 lakh crores minimum to tide over the immediate uh, issues. And uh, the existing funds cannot support that. One thing is clear. We should not look at being fiscally conservative at this point in time. Right. We need to loosen up the purse strings. We need to spend, go out and spend. Let's take care of the fiscal deficit later. That's a problem to handle for another day when we are more healthier. Right. Today we are handling a crisis and we need to throw every resource that we have into the fray. Okay. Raghuveer, always good to talk to you. Thanks. We'll talk to you again soon. Thank you. 